I'm at the Hidden Tower Event Center in Keokuk, Iowa, getting ready to see Margie, Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's going to be speaking on behalf of President Trump tonight. It's all going to be taking place right back there. I'm going to go inside, and it's brought to you by Griner Auto Body of Washington, Iowa, using state-of-the-art techniques and decades of experience to get your car back on the road after an accident. Car Doctor of Washington, Iowa. No matter who Frankensteined it, they can fix and clean and customize it. Hinshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa. You need a trailer, they've got your trailer, and they fix what they sell and don't in their full-time repair shop. McDonald Boneyard of Kyoto, Iowa, for all of your farm equipment and auto recycling needs. Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna, Aaron's, and Gravely dealer. He also sells Husqvarna snowblowers, and he fixes all makes of snowblowers as well. B&B Propane and the family of Jet Stops present Southeast Iowa Today. I'm John Bain, author of Christie's Journey, The Beat Goes On, and your host. Let's get inside. Deborah, thanks for being on Southeast Iowa today. And you're here in Keokuk, Iowa tonight because Marjorie Taylor Greene is going to be uh, campaigning for President Trump. Yes. Tell us uh, more of why you're here. Well, basically I'm here because um, I actually know Mr. Trump. Back in 2016, I went to his rally in Burlington, Iowa. And I really just didn't get a gist of what all he was about for his first run uh -huh. at presidency. So um, I left, or I continued to go out the door, and I met one of his campaign um, people. And he says, is there any chance you'd like to meet Mr. Trump? Huh. I said, absolutely. So he took my name and number. The next week he called and said, we need to do a little background check first. I oh. said, perfect. So he did the background check. The next thing he called, my phone rang, and my husband's going, Secret Service? Who do you know? Because <laughs> you do get around, don't you? And I said, yeah, I do. That's awesome. And they called and said everything went through. Um, how about coming up to Mescatine, Iowa, Sunday for church? I said, what time? 9 a.m. Don't be early. Don't be late. So I went up, and from there on, we became friends. Wow. He called and asked Hillary and said, we don't need to do our debate next week. I'm doing a rally for the for the troops. Oh, wow. So I was invited to go up and meet his family, give out shirts to the veterans. And that night, we raised $6 million. Holy cow. He decided to give it out to 22 different veterans organizations. You do know the stats are 22 veterans a day kill themselves. I did not know that. Yes. So he divided up the, among 22 different organizations. One lady walked up to me and said, I saw you sitting over there behind the Trumps. Did you initiate this? And I said, no, ma'am, I didn't. I said, my son in heaven did. I have an angel. Wow. She goes, well, I get a, a check from him. And I said, well, wh who's your organization? She said, I'm Puppy Jakes. I raised the service dogs for Iowa. Oh, neat. So, wow. Mr. Trump's just a person that's out to help our veterans. He does really care. And I know in, he uh, donated his salary as president yes. um, at least once, and I know for sure, to the Veterans Administration. Yes, he did. It's incredible. And now you, you, you have a son that has passed. Yes. And you also have other children that are... Two others that are serving. 
And right now we have a program for my son that passed that's called Seeds of Honor. And we give free resources to veterans to grow fresh food, whether it be garden seeds, plants, and fertilizer. And this year in Illinois, it goes to 50 different high schools so they can put it through their FFA and ag classes. That is amazing. That Thank is truly you. amazing. Now, is there a website for that? We're just starting it. It will be coming on in the next two months. Okay, so for people just will yes. look out for that. Mm -hmm. Well, Deborah, this is a pleasure to meet you. Um, you're the lady that checked my ticket to make yes. sure that I was supposed to be here, and we got to talking, and it was like, hey, do you want to be on my podcast? And now yes. here you are. Yes. So, well, thank you so much. It's mm -hmm. pleasure meeting a, a great American like yourself. Thank and, you. And um, I wish you the best. All right. You too. God bless. God bless. It's filling up in Keokuk, Iowa tonight. Remember to like, follow, and subscribe. United States Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene! took over in Washington. But I want to go back in time a little bit. I want to tell you a little bit about me um, and tell you why I support President Trump and why I ran for Congress. You see, I never thought I would get into politics. I never had any political aspirations. Uh, I spent most of my adult life running a construction company and raising my kids and uh, pretty much looking at Washington saying that they're the cause of all of our problems. And then when President Trump ran in 2015 in that primary, that was the first time I ever saw a political candidate stand on a, a presidential stage and speak a language that I understood. He talked like regular Americans. And I supported him from day one. And I'm so excited we elected him in 2016. And we already know what President Trump is capable of. We had him as president for four years. I know that those were the best four years that America had, and we need him back in the White House, right? <laughs> so when President Trump uh, entered, entered 
2017, I was really excited. We had the White House, we had a Republican-controlled House of Representatives, and a Republican-controlled Senate. And for an American like me, and I know for most of you, we all looked for the first time at Washington with tremendous hope and expectations, not only from our, from our new president, but also from our Republican-controlled Congress. Am I right? Well, I don't know about you guys, but I'll tell you my personal story. I was pretty let down by those Republicans in those first two years under President Trump. Ah, see, this is a little common thing. I, I travel the country a lot, and I talk to people just like you. And I relate to you because I am literally the same as you. And in those first two years under President Trump, the Republican-controlled Congress did not fund and build the border wall. Weren't you disappointed? Yeah. Me too, because I went to Trump rallies and Shannon build the wall. There we go. Finish the wall. We need that. Well, then, then something else they didn't do is they didn't. Not only did they did they not stop abortion, but they funded Planned Parenthood at five hundred million dollars. That happened under a Republican-controlled Congress. I could not believe that. It was outrageous. Another thing they didn't do is they didn't they didn't even repeal Obamacare. They didn't not necessarily replace it. They didn't even repeal it. And then there was many other things they failed to do. But President Trump was ready the entire time pushing and urging them to do these things. And then what happened in the 2018 midterm elections? Well, Democrats took control, and I'll never forget Nancy Pelosi taking a hold of that gavel, right? In 2019. And then we watched, what? After we went through the Russia hoax, after we watched Republicans cave and run away and, and not stand there and support President Trump under the exact same Democrat-led attacks. Democrats love democracy so much, they're willing to destroy democracy in order to supposedly protect democracy, right? And they started it back then. Russia, 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 right? Blah, 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 blah. President Trump's a, a Nazi. President Trump is Hitler. Hillary Clinton declared all of you and me deplorables. They declared half of the country deplorables, as if we're all beneath them somehow. As if... Our words and our opinions and our feelings don't matter. That's what Democrats think. They think half of the country does not matter. And then what else did we deal with? Oh, impeachment number one, right? Impeachment number one. And then we had impeachment number two. It's outrageous. It has been outrageous. And I have to tell you, I ran for Congress as a very angry American, angry that the federal government would put us in, in totally debilitating debt that is destroying the value of our dollar, and then at the same time, slowly rip our rights and freedoms out of our hands. That's what Washington, D.C. does. But here's my thing. You know, I'm a Republican. And I have voted Republican. And when Republicans campaign and they promise and they tell me all these things they're going to do, I expect them to deliver. 
let's talk about inflation. And how did we get this inflation? Well, you know, when Democrats shut down the country, what, what did that do? That shut down business. And then Nancy Pelosi and all the Democrats that I unfortunately have to work with all got together and decided to do all these massive COVID stimulus bills. And they spent $7 trillion. Well, what did that do? Pumped a bunch of money into the economy. It's no wonder inflation is out of control. Absolutely out of control. And you want to know what that's doing? That has independent voters and Democrat voters, too, actually ready to vote for President Trump. Because there's one thing, right? MSNBC and the nasty women on The View and Jimmy Kimmel on his late night show that nobody wants to watch, there is no amount of lies they can tell that are going to convince people that they actually have more money in their wallet. Am I right? Because inflation does not lie. Those prices at the grocery store, those prices you have to pay for gasoline and diesel fuel. Oh, but wait, they don't want you to have gas or diesel fuel. You people are supposed to buy electric vehicles. Yes, you are. AOC said so. I mean, don't we only have like, what, six or eight years or something before the earth explodes because of climate change? God, love her. But can you believe this is where we are? You can't lie to people about their bank accounts and their wallets. And under President Trump, we had four years where our dollar went a lot further than it barely goes anywhere right now. And do you want to know why? I can tell you why, and you know this reason why. He's a successful businessman. This is a proven man. This isn't somebody that has to stand up there and pretend like he had a career before he became a politician. Joe Biden has been in Washington longer than I have been alive. And my Botox, let me tell you, is not gonna cover up the fact that I'm almost 50 years old, okay? Can you believe Joe Biden has been in Washington for over 50 years? He doesn't know it, he can't remember, but yeah, he's been there that long. President Trump is a successful businessman, and the federal government should be run like a successful business, right? It's easy. It's easy. I'm a successful business owner in the construction industry. You are successful in your lives, in your jobs, in your businesses, and whatever you've done in your careers. It's these idiots in Washington that can't figure it out. And I can say that because I work with them. They're so incredibly stupid. <laughs> but then you've got the Democrats attacking President Trump's businesses. Seriously, can you imagine that? I mean, here they are, they're trying to say, no, Mar-a-Lago is only worth $18 million or something. Y'all, I've been to Mar-a-Lago quite a bit. 
it is not worth $18 million. It's worth a lot more than that. But they want to demean and hurt and destroy him. They want to hurt the, big, the beautiful business that he has built along with his children. Why? They want to tear him down and tear his family down. And that's exactly what they would do to you. Why? Because you're a bunch of deplorables, remember? You don't count. You don't count. The way they treat President Trump is exactly the way they would treat you. And they're treating you that way every day. You know why? They put you in $34 trillion in debt. They are devaluing our dollar. Our dollar is, is going to become worthless. And then they're going to switch you over to digital currency. Let me tell you, that's a problem. Because there's one thing we know about digital currency. You can turn that switch off. Don't worry, the party that's defending democracy would never do that. Never abuse their power, would they? No. We need President Trump back in the White House because there's no one we can trust more with the economy and our inflation, interest rates, and our dollar. I'm telling you, I wouldn't trust anybody else. Now let's talk about something else. This is, this is a very serious issue. How many veterans do we have in here? God bless you. Thank you. Thank you for your service. God bless you. Now, Washington, D.C. has an addiction. No, it's not drugs and women and, and men. They might have some of those addictions, too. They have an addiction to war. Washington has a sick addiction. Foreign wars. No, they don't care about defending our border. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. No, 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 our border doesn't matter to them. Everyone else's border matters. No, it's true. And I have not voted to, to fund a single penny to the Ukraine war. And let's be real. There would not be a Ukraine war if President Trump was in the White House. White House, we had world peace. Wasn't that incredible? Do you guys remember on the news all the time, Kim Jong-un, little rocket man, firing off rockets. And he'd fire off another rocket. And then the media's trying to terrify everybody. Oh, Kim Jong-un, World War III, rockets and nuclear, nuclear weapons. Remember all that? Missiles, missiles, missiles. It was every other day, Kim Jong-un's firing off rockets. What did President Trump do? He went over there crossed the line and went and shook the man's hand. And then what happened? No more rockets. That is unbelievable. That's something the media and the Democrats want you to forget. Nikki Haley wants you to forget it so bad because she can't wait to go to war with everybody. She's a neocon. She's a, she's a bush in heels, let me tell you. And it's not that pretty. Under President Trump, we have world peace. We would not have Russia and a Ukraine war right now. And besides, here's, here's the little secret that they want you all to forget that you don't know history. That's been a civil war going on for years. 
But now Washington decided to fund it, take it over and fund the murder of all these people and fund that war because they love the prophets. They love the prophets. The military industrial base loves the prophets. Isn't that sick? And that's your tax dollars that funds all of that. It's, it's unbelievable. No, they love war. They love it. Right now, they're talking about war with Iran. Do you guys want to go to war? No. 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 It, exactly. You've been there. She's serving Vietnam, right? Yeah, my father was a Vietnam vet. And how many of our Americans were drafted to Vietnam and made to go fight in a war? It wasn't our country. It wasn't our border. Washington never changes. They love war. But thankfully, President Trump gave us world peace, and that's why Washington hates him the most. He didn't buy into it. He bought into America. That's I buy into America. That's one of the very big reasons I support President Trump. I don't want our sons and daughters sent off to fight for some other country's border, for some other country's cause, and for all of us have to pay for it. For our, our sons and daughters, our cousins, our uncles, our aunts to come home wounded, slain, forever changed in their mind, or maybe home in a coffin with a flag on it. Enough of the foreign wars. And thankfully, President Trump, if we can get him back in the White House, Iowa, we will not be threatened with foreign wars anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Should never happen. Should never happen. You know, the Democrat Party also has, has a, a, another issue. They love identities. They love identities. They do. It's everything about your identity, except if you support Trump. Oh, you guys are terrible. We're the worst. Yeah, we're MAGA extremists. We, 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 extre we want to make America great again extremely, <laughs> to the extreme. I mean, God forbid us want secure borders and a strong dollar and good economy, good jobs, and you know, whew, how horrible are we? We're so extreme. <laughs> No, but the Democrats, they love identities. They do. It's all about your skin color. And it's, but wait, you're not supposed to base things on race, y'all. That's racist. But for Democrats, it's all about your, your skin color. And it's all about your sexual orientation and your pronouns and how many pronouns you might have. And you can have more than two. You can have a bunch of them. Right? You can... <laughs> that was a test. I was just testing y'all. <laughs> you can be whatever gender you want. You can create... No? Oh. Dang it. There's just two in there. I have a sign outside my office. If you ever come to Washington, please come by. Come by and visit my office. It's kind of like a tourist destination now. <laughs> it is. Believe me. I have a sign out there that says, it's going to shock you all. Get ready. This is really extreme. It says, there are only two genders, male and female. 
trust the science. <laughs> I know that's wild, let me tell you. But it is a shocking sign in Washington, D.C. I mean, we, sometimes we're in our office and we actually hear people out there. They don't like the sign so much. Some of them shriek and scream. They take pictures with it. They steal it. It has been stolen so many times. I can't tell you how many times we've remade it. They write on it. They put stickers on it. They attack me because I like Jesus. Do you guys like Jesus? They don't like Jesus. So... There's only two genders, male and female, and it, it just is, they can't get enough because there's, they think there's a lot of genders, but here's the deal. Here's the deal. No matter what kind of dress a man puts on, even if he goes and he gets breast implants, he may go to a really far extreme and actually, you know, chop it right off. He can get all kinds of injections, plump his lips up, he can have long hair, he can dress and almost, you know, you may, sometimes you're not sure. None of that will ever make a man a woman. There's two sexes. There's male and female. And the Democrats love to make this an issue. They love it. They love this issue. They love this issue so much that they are supporting children changing their genders. You I mean, you hear about this. There's the books in schools. There's drag queen story time. There's all of the lies, and it's on social media. And I have a bill I introduced called the Protect Children's Innocence Act. would make it a felony to perform any type of surgery on a child under 18, such as mastectomies, castration, also puberty blockers, hormone treatments, on any child under 18. No child, listen, they can't even vote. They cannot drive a car. They can't join the military. They haven't graduated from high school. They can't, there's so many, they can't buy alcohol. They can't buy tobacco. But yet the Democrat Party supports them going through these surgeries and taking these puberty blockers and hormone treatments, forever changing their bodies. Joe Biden supports it. And we know that guy, uh, what's his name, Dick Levine? Oh, wait, Rachel? I think it's, I think it's Richard. Dick, right? really confused. But the Biden administration put him in charge of children's health and so forth. How about that? This is who the Democrat parties are. Thankfully, President Trump, President Trump, when he is president, he would sign my bill into law. And I can't wait for that. 
And President Trump believes in protecting kids. You protect kids. Because look, let's be real. We don't care about what people choose to do with each other in their bedroom. We don't care. We care about children. And this country and the Democrats have a really big problem with sexualizing children. And that needs to end. And I want a president, President Trump, will stand up against all of that. Thankfully, and he has said it over and over again. And that's another thing. We have got to protect our kids and never apologize for protecting children. Right? Right. There are But you know those Democrats, wow. Party of pedophiles, let me tell you. Everybody agrees with me. Yeah, I say this all the time and everyone agrees. But you know, that was such a um, uh, uh, extreme statement, I guess. I'm a MAGA extremist, what can I say? They're gonna cut that clip, believe me, that'll be on like all these Democrat ads. <laughs> That's what they do. No, it's, it's something else. You can't even believe where we are in this country. Sometimes you turn on the news and you're going, what, how did we get here? How did we get here? And you can't even believe it. It's shocking. It's truly shocking. You know, here's what's interesting. When I'm in Washington and I'm talking to a lot of the media there and talking to people that are in that bubble, and it is a bubble. Washington, D.C., I say D.C. doesn't stand for, it's not the District of Columbia. It's the District of Communism, y'all. It really is. It's like a foreign country. The whole you know, talking points and the crap that they think that Americans care about in the news is absolute garbage. The things, the questions that I get asked sometimes, and it's really funny, let me tell you how this works. And if you remember President Trump's press conferences, same thing. This is how it works. All of a sudden, you know, I'm walking over to go vote up at the, up at the Capitol, and I'll be crossing the street and walk over, and here comes the press, and I'll get questions. And ironically, they'll all have the same question. Doesn't matter which one I'm talking to, I'll finish talking to one, keep going a little bit, here comes another one. Hi, so-and-so with CNN. Hi, so-and-so with MSNBC. Hi, so-and-so, da-da-da-da. Same question. And it, I'm like, what do you guys get like a, a talking point email in the morning, right? And be like, this is the issue we're gonna cover today. See if you can stump Marjorie Taylor Greene on this question. And every time I'm getting one of these questions and I'm like, gosh, these people are so stupid. Americans don't care about that. Nobody believes that garbage. It's, look, I tell them all the time, the American people are so smart and they absolutely hate Washington, D.C., and they hate the media for shoving the propaganda and the BS and the garbage down our throats. Am I right? Can you imagine? It's like, why does the media want to do a job where the country hates them? How horrible. And a lot of times, some of these people are really nice. Let me tell you, I like a lot of them, but their editors are complete jerks. They are. It's their editors and, and the people that are above them that tell them that this is the story they have to write about, or this is the angle they have to take. This is the talking point. And isn't it funny how the talking point always lines up with the Democrat agenda? Gee, how does that happen? But we have free press, don't we? No. 
No, we don't have free press because look at, well here, we'll use Julian Assange for an example. Nope, no free press there. And he's trying, he's being extradited to the United States. So the press really, that's an example that they have to look at. Do you think that they want to tell the truth in the media when, we, when they see our government doing that to journalists? No? Same thing with the American people. They shut you down. They censored you. They told you your voice and your opinion is wrong, so wrong that they're going to take you off of social media. They canceled you. Right? You can't say, you can't say that you don't want to wear a mask and take a vaccine, can you? No, no. That'll get you fired in some places. That I'm sure you, how many people got kicked off social media? Banned? Oh, just what? yesterday. Just yesterday. <laughs> Congratulations. I was permanently banned on Twitter for nearly all of 2022. I put out a beautiful uh, it's X now, tweet thread. It was fabulous. It was all about how against COVID I was. Boom, knocked off. <laughs> yep, free speech, ladies and gentlemen. Let me tell you one of the most important things. We have to win this election in 2024, and we have to put President Trump back in the White House because we can trust him. He was our president for four years. I know they're rolling out the lines, President Trump is a dictator. Really? Okay. He was our president for four years. We know what he can do. Thanks so much. That's right. President Trump, yeah. So President Trump, they're like breaking up. President Trump is going to destroy democracy. Oh, really? Okay. What a joke. What a joke. No, we have to have President Trump because we have to protect free speech. And let me tell you the difference in all these candidates running. There is not one of them, not one of them, that knows what it's like to be attacked by the deep state, the media, corporate, corporate, big corporations, social media. Not one of them know what that's like. I can tell you right now, I know President Trump very well. He appreciates free speech and our freedoms more than any of you can understand because he is being persecuted, absolutely persecuted for his own speech. And that is a very big reason when you talk to your friends about, well, and DeSantis and blah, 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 Nikki Haley, and yada, yada, yada. Let me tell you something. The man you want in the White House fighting to defend your freedoms, fighting to defend your speech, fighting to protect our border, fighting Washington, D.C. that loves war, say, no, we want peace. We do not want to go to war. The only one you can trust is President Trump. Speaking of the border, let's talk about the border. Can I turn my microphone off? <laughs> they do that all the time. So let's talk about the border. I know Iowa's far away from the border. Doesn't matter anymore though, does it? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're in Iowa. Doesn't matter if you're in, you're in Georgia. Doesn't matter if you're in New York City. It doesn't matter anymore. Every single state is a border state. 
which is shocking, isn't it? I mean, I saw the number. So I serve on the Homeland Committee. And that has been an unbelievable experience. Because every single hearing we have, we are listening to parents who have children murdered by Chinese fentanyl that was smuggled into the country by the Mexican cartels, and they lost their child. And then we have people, we have farmers, farmers that they have land and farms, and they live right there on the Mexican border, and they own their land, and their family own their land, and there may be generational farmers like some of you in here, and they cannot even let their children play outside because it's so unsafe. And then we have the border patrol agents that come in and tell us how they can't do the job that they signed up to do. You know who they are? They are the welcoming committee to America. That's what the Biden administration has done to our border patrol agents. And you wanna know what that did to them? The suicide rate increased in border patrol agents because these men and women are so frustrated with their jobs and they have their hands tied behind their back and every single day they are witnessing the invasion of America and it's human trafficking and it's not just dangerous for our country these people that are illegally entering our country they're dying on the way in too and they are being trafficked by the Mexican cartels and Joe Biden and his administration is the best business partner the Mexican cartels have ever had. That makes me so angry. Can you imagine our federal government, our president, our secretary of Homeland has enriched the Mexican cartels while they traffic humans and they traffic children and they traffic drugs and they cause all kinds of problems in our country. It is an invasion every single day at our southern border. And this administration is absolutely complicit. Not only they are complicit, they're responsible for it. They are making it happen. And the numbers do not lie. The numbers from 2020 to 2021 are shocking. Absolutely shocking. The numbers do not lie. And I have to say this, and these are strong words. The Biden administration is committing treason for what they've done before. And every single person in this room, we know that. We know that under President Trump, what is his top issue? Border security. What did he say? You do not have a country if you do not have a border. Right now, we have no border. We don't have a border. We have people invading our country from over 160 different countries from around the world. They're coming in from Russia. They're coming in from China. They are coming in from the Middle East. They're coming in from Africa. You can forget it's not just Mexico and Central America anymore. It is all over the world. And why are they coming? Because the Biden administration, Joe Biden, Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas said, the door's open, come on in. And they are making every single one of you pay for it. They are making you pay for it. And let me tell you, no, you cannot trust 
DeSantis, and especially not Nikki Haley. Oh my gosh. She doesn't even want you to call illegal aliens criminals. How dare you? That might insult the migrants. Unbelievable. No, President Trump will secure our border. President Trump will not only finish the wall, let me tell you what needs to be done to that wall. It needs to be repaired. Because the wall has fallen into total and utter disrepair. The gates don't open and close. Some of them are stuck. Some of them are stuck shut. Some of them are stuck open. And then we have the Mexican cartels that are literally cutting through it while the Border Patrol is standing right there and they're not allowed to do anything about it. President Trump will not only finish building the wall, he will repair the wall, and he will secure our southern border. And that's exactly what America needs. I am fed up with it. I am fed up with it. Just a few months ago, two of my constituents, two Americans living in Dalton, Georgia, were driving to visit family, and they were in Texas, and both of them were murdered by a 17-year-old trafficking illegals into Texas. They were murdered. Their family didn't get to say goodbye to them. Their family had no opportunity to give them one last hug or kiss. No, they were murdered, absolutely murdered. And this is happening every single day, every single day. Now, let me tell you what we're doing about it because I can't take it. I forced a vote on the House floor before Christmas to impeach Secretary Alejandro. <laughs> and then eight feckless Republicans voted with Democrats to protect Mayorkas. That's right. Then the next week I said, okay, fine, let's do it again. So I brought my resolution back to the floor. And I showed everybody I mean business. I'm not playing around. Because what did I tell you? I'm tired of Republicans not doing anything. I'm tired of that. I like people of action. I like problem solvers like President Trump. So then I got their attention. And these eight didn't want to be embarrassed with their vote again. Because they were embarrassed. And so I got a promise from our new speaker, Mike Johnson. And I got a promise from Chairman Mark Green of our Committee for Homeland, and let me tell you what is about to happen. We are going to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas. And the first hearing is on January 10th. You'll be able to watch it on TV, and I can't wait. I cannot wait. Because it's about damn time, am I right? to secure it. Every Democrat on my committee, they don't care about Americans. They don't care about our national security. They don't care about the amount of terrorists that have come in our country. Oh, no, 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 no. They care about migrant rights and climate change. I'm not kidding. In case you didn't know, our country's being invaded because of climate change around the world, according to Democrats. That's right. You don't have tornadoes and earthquakes and hurricanes here in the United States, ladies and gentlemen. You have perfect climate, and that's why everyone across the world has got to come invade America. 
Yeah, climate change. That's right. It's like a disease in their brain. It's like, we all know the Earth's climate has been changing from the beginning of time. This isn't hard, everybody. No amount of taxes or the Green New Deal is going to fix that. Thank you very much, AOC. It's not going to happen. But let me tell you, here's our issue. So we can impeach Mayorkas. We may just keep impeaching people. That'd be fine with me. I believe in firing people. But guess what? None of it's going to change until we win this election. None of it's going to change. And you know, they all attack President Trump. They say he's mean. Let me tell you, I talk to him all the time. He is the sweetest guy. I, I'm not kidding. He is so kind and sincere and genuinely sweet. Every time I talk to him, every single time I talk to him, I wish people could hear him talk. You want to know why they, they say he's mean? Because they're constantly attacking him. And he defends himself. And he defends all of you. And he defends his policies. Oh, but he's mean. Really? Really, he's not mean. Yes, he speaks the truth. He defends the truth. That's not mean. That is not mean. Actually, that's exactly what we need. Yeah. That's exactly what we need. Yeah. And I'll tell you something else. In this day and time, with Washington, D.C., as corrupt and disgusting, as pathetic as it is, and with all of our enemies around the world, with China wanting to dominate our economy and take our country over as they are colonizing across the world, with all of the problems we have, with as many terrorists we now have in our country, you better bet they're here. It's only a matter of time. And with Democrats who claim that they're defending democracy while they're literally Constitution through a paper shredder, I want the meanest man I can get in that office defending our Constitution, our country, and our rights. And if they think he's mean for protecting all of us and our freedoms, then I don't give a damn what they think. Because we're not going to have a country left. We're not going to have a dollar that matters. We're not. And let me tell you here another thing. If we want to talk about other countries in the world, let me explain this one. The rest of the world depends on the strength of America. They depend on our economy. When America is strong, the rest of the world is strong. A lot of smaller countries are affected by what America does. And if you want to say you care about other countries, if you want to say you care about other people, that it's our duty to have a strong, safe, sound, strong economy and strong dollar. Yep. And it's the right thing to do for our children. It's absolutely the right thing. We have to do it for our children. It's a must. So I'm going to wrap up and explain one last thing that you all need to understand. And this is a big one. This is a big one. Now, President Trump... <laughs> He gave us the tax cuts and savings plans, right? Yeah. It's great. It expires in January of 2025. It expires in January of 2025. I can promise you 
If Joe Biden is in the White House, whether he knows it or not, <laughs> or somebody else is in there, it won't matter. They're all controlled. If the Democrats control the White House, if the Democrats control the House of Representatives and the Senate, and the tax code has to be rewritten in January of 2025, I'm going to tell you right now what they're going to do, because I listen to them all the time with my little ears, and they say it. They're going to raise your taxes. They're going to raise your taxes. Yeah, of course. Let me tell you. They don't think it's a spending problem in Washington. They think it's a revenue problem. That's right. They think y'all don't give them enough money. And let me tell you the one place they're going to come after. And President Trump already did it. He lowered the death tax. The Democrats are going to raise it. And all of you in here know what that means just as well as I do. They are going to destroy generational wealth. The Democrats are going to take that away. And I, I know President Trump, I've talked to him about this, and it is very much on his mind. He is going to make sure that when we are back in power and we are controlling and writing the tax code, we are going to make sure that we are protecting generational wealth and not allowing Washington to steal it with the death tax. Yeah. <laughs> President Trump already did that once, and we have to make sure we do it again. Okay, Iowa, you guys have a massive job coming on January 15th. It's the wildest thing ever, the caucuses. And so one thing I want to make sure you all do, well, first off, you got to convince all your friends. Don't waste your time trying to vote for one of these other people. It's a waste of time. Absolute waste of time. It, totally, we have to support President Trump. So make sure you go to ia.donaldjtrump.com ia.donaldjtrump.com. That's where you can sign up and get all the information and find out where you go to caucus because I think caucuses sound really crazy and fun. <laughs> I mean, what do you do? Do you like organize by alphabet? Like who brings appetizers and drinks and dishes? I mean, we do stuff that in the South. It's, you know, I'm a big Georgia fan. I went to UGA, so SEC football. We all get around and everybody's got to bring food because that's what you do. I don't know if y'all do that or not. But anyways, I think you ought to make it fun and make it way more fun than those DeSantis and Haley and all those other people. They're going to lose. Let me tell you, they're going to lose. They're going to lose so bad. They're talking like they're going to win. They're not going to win. They're not going to win. It's going to be really bad. Oh, did y'all hear about this? I think you should know. Maybe you did hear about it. We'll see. I just found out today that Nikki Haley was in New Hampshire and she said, she said that in New Hampshire, they're going to have to correct what Iowa does. Oh. <laughs> wow. So what does she think about Iowa and what does she think about Iowans? How Hillary Clinton of her. Right? She's already looking down on y'all. She's over there in New Hampshire saying, we got to fix what Iowa does. They're going to vote for President Trump. Goodness. That wasn't very good. That wasn't very smart, but, you know, bird brains, whatever. 
All right, so we know none of these other candidates are going to win. So you guys are going to caucus together and, and, and do all this stuff. You've got to talk to your friends and families, and turnout is huge. They have, they have caucus cards that you can fill out. They've got caucus captains. I mean, this is like the wildest thing ever. It sounds like so much fun, and I might just come back to Iowa and be with you guys. <laughs> Washington, of course, trying to shut down the government because I am not going to fund that FBI DOJ. And that corrupt Secretary of Homeland that's destroying our country. Yeah, we got a little fight ahead of us. Okay, well, listen, this has been great. It's been so much fun. We have to win in Iowa. You guys, I'm depending on all of you because I absolutely hate the Democrats in Washington, D.C. Please elect President Trump and let's win Iowa.
I are you planning on these questions supposed to be about yeah, Trump are surrogacy? Are we talking about Trump? Are we talking about Iowa? Wait, are you guys all supporting President Trump? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. questions that have nothing to do with the election or the Iowa caucus, but uh, she's handling her own, like she always does. And uh, this episode of Southeast Iowa Today has been brought to you by Griner Auto Body, Car Doctor, McDonald Boneyard, Girling Repair, Hinshaw Trailer Sales, B&B Propane, and the family of Jet Stops from Keokuk, Iowa. I'm your host, John Dane. Stay friendly, Southeast Iowa.